I read a story about a man, a prophet of God, that knew that he needed to be sanctified. This process of sanctification is, Lord, I give you my ears. Lord, I give you my eyes. I give you my heart. I give you my mouth. Because that's the, one of the biggest problems we have. We talk when we shouldn't be talking. One thing that I'm learning through this process of uh, the two years, I don't have a desire to talk like I did before. I don't. Because I feel sometimes that I am wasting my time. So I prefer to, and, and this is something God is teaching me. So it's, God is teaching me, God wants to teach you. God needs you. God wants you. There are people that are waiting for you. Maybe you will never uh, be a pastor or, or an evangelist because not everybody has been called to the fivefold ministry, but you have a calling in your life to be an example of who God is in this world. However that comes to be about, that is your responsibility and that's my responsibility. This is what I always understood and I never be wanted to be in ministry. I don't have any families in ministry. I didn't even know what ministry was. But I knew that I needed to be an example to other people without speaking. So this man was waiting on the Lord. And he had been dealing with this process of sanctification because he knew that in order for him to move forward with God and that those prophetic words will be, will come to pass about him being a prophet and an apostle, he needed sanctification. And this is something that you needed today, tomorrow, and every minute. This is not a one-time thing. So he was waiting on God and he's telling God. He said it was like maybe an hour and a half, two hours. He was waiting on God and, and you know, he was just saying, Lord, sanctify my ears, sanctify my heart. All of a sudden, the Lord says, open your eyes. And when he opened his eyes, he saw fire, like fire, fire coming from the ceiling down. And he said that as that fire was coming down, he was able to lean on the fire. And he knew that a process of sanctification has started. And he said a process of sanctification because sanctification, it is a process. Something that we need to ask God on a regular basis. His life was never the same. Oh, never. He said, never. I was never the same. The Lord was sharing with me how important it is that I needed to speak to all of you, including me, um, about deliverance. But one thing that people think when we talk about deliverance is that people screaming and this, that, that's a part of deliverance. But this is not the one that I'm talking about. 
it is so important for us to have this clear in our mind. And it is, Lord, I know that I need to be sanctified for you. In other words, I take my body and I separate my body, this person, unto God. There was a question someone asked, and he said, how is it possible? Maybe you, you, you yourself have asked this question. I did. How can it be possible for an evil spirit be where the Holy Spirit is? Think about it. And the question is this. At one point in our life, somewhere, somehow, maybe before we were born again, we open up ourselves. Maybe it comes from your ancestors. And this thing can hide, this spirit can hide inside of us and come out only when it's needed. And I'll give you examples. That spirit can be the spirit of greed, the spirit of fear, lack of trust, when you lose your temper. It's not going to come out all the time. I can testify about that. Maybe nobody else, but I can. That's why it's so important for us to minister deliverance to ourselves every day. We need to remember, and, and this is something, please, I, I'm dealing with this, okay? I am not an expert. I am sharing with you what God is dealing with me. One of the things that you need to understand is that greater is he. You see, we say greater is he that is in us. And we repeat and repeat. But we don't process this in our mind to know that the spirit of God is in you. That we, God, not, not, it didn't come from anybody else. It came from God, gave us authority over demons. So we need to use it quietly in your room. Start practicing in yourself. What do you say? I bind any demon that may have gained access to my life in any way. And I command you to live right now in the name of Jesus. Father, and I thank you. I thank you for the people that are listening and even those that will be listening later on because there is no time in you. Lord, that any of us, Father God, any of us, I bind any demon that may have gained access to any of us in any way. And I command that demon to go in the name of Jesus and come back no more. Go to those dry and uninhabited places until judgment day. In Jesus' name, and it is so. Deliverance is a blessing, and it is for us. I want you to process that. Deliverance is a blessing, and it is for you and me.
Listen, if, if anybody can talk about that, because I am a person that, you know, have seen some stuff in the deliverance world that I didn't want no part of it. But I know that me in my room with the Holy Spirit present, with Jesus and Father God, I know that I have power to say, you go in the name of Jesus. All these things and these disturbances that comes to our life, they come from the sin of iniquity. So what is iniquity? Is that thing inside of you that causes us the desire to sin. Think about it. So it is like the a root that is inside of us that need to be removed. Because if we don't remove that, that iniquity from us, we're going to constantly be fighting the same battles. And here we go again. You know that uh, people, they go to uh, church, they love God and everything, but they always, always sick. They always in transition. They always fighting stuff that something is not right. I don't care what anybody says. God did not create us to be in a constant fight. God says tribulations you will have, but we will go through tribulations and then come out rejoicing. But not being in a tribulation all your life. And I'll tell you this, to me, it has to do from the heart. If there is anger, if there is pride, any of those things will destroy you. So you don't want to continue from this day on fighting the same battles. When we remove iniquities in order for those iniquities to go, it has to do with repentance. We need to repent. And there are things that have been hiding inside of us that we did 20, 30 years ago that we don't know what they are. But there is one that knows, and that that knows is the Holy Spirit. So he'll be happy if you sit and learn to wait on him to tell you what it is. Remember, when you repent, you must break the legal right of sin over your life. That root may have been past generations after generations after generations. The iniquity is, remember, is the root. So that might be passed from generations to generations. Um, let me share, let me see. Uh, the iniquity is the root that causes us, all of us, to sin. And that might be, let me, let me explain to you, through the, my two years of, transition, I was receiving counseling uh, from a mighty man of God, a prophet of God, because of the situation that I was going through with my blood pressure. And in one of the sessions, the Lord showed this man, this man of God, 
that one of the reasons that I was having this problem, it was because the man of God says this word. He says, the Lord is showing me that some of your ancestors did not treat it. It was like they could have helped people, but they did not. And because of that, because, you know, the way that God was showing them, they were very, very wealthy. All of that is true because I knew the story from my grandmother and they didn't help. They didn't help the way God was expecting them to help. And he said, does this make sense to you? And he said, 100%. And then I told him the story that my grandmother has. So it means four or five generations ago, okay? These people mistreated other people. And they didn't say mistreated. Well, it did mistreat it, but if they did not help people that they could have helped. But God in his grace and his mercy, somehow, somewhere, they were able, other generations, to, to help. And I'm including myself in this. So what I am saying is that the sin of iniquity, it could be, can you imagine, four or five generations and then I was suffering the consequences with my blood pressure. There is always a reason why you are where you are. If you're going through a transition, I don't care what anybody says, you need to go to God through the power of the Holy Spirit and you need to open yourself up to receive from the Holy Spirit. What is going on? We need to constantly ask the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit to reveal areas in our life, things that we need to repent of. This is every day. Know that this is going to be a process. This is going to be forever and ever and ever. So don't think that because you did it one day, no. It's going to be until Jesus comes. Do you know, and I'll share this because I was shocked. When I am writing this information that the Lord has put in my heart, he said, I want you to tell them. And this is something that I, I, I know. I know this is God because I have seen it in people. He said, many people, they like their sins or iniquities. They don't think like lashing back to a person it's a sin, you know, just, just loosen it with a person. It's a sin, he said. There are many of them that they like to be there. They know something is wrong, but they continue to be there. And they don't want to come out of that situation. And this is what he said. When you lash back to a, a person, when you mistreat a person or... Those, I'm not talking about... If the person was right or wrong, I'm saying that what you did, because what you did before God is wrong. What I did before God is wrong. We wanted to uh, portray ourselves to that other person or people around us, that we are a strong person, that we are always right, that we know it all, and that 
I will not allow you or anyone to take advantage of me. Does that sound familiar? Immediately, I saw myself. And then he said, you see, and when you do that, when you disrespect someone, it's like you going back to the dirt again. Because now it's another thing that you have to ask God, Lord, forgive me. And why do we do that, he said? And people want to do that because people want us, we. We want people to know that we will not put up with that. We want people to know that I will get you. And then we don't know that what we're doing is bringing one problem after another. We cannot receive from the Holy Spirit when one day we're up and down, up and down. And this is one thing in the church, very unstable, very unstable in general. One day they're singing and shouting and the other day they're cursing someone. And you know, this is true. So God was telling me that there will be people that will never be delivered because they like the way they are because they like the way they can control other people. If they have a big mouth, they like the way they are because people will be intimidated. And God said, those people will stay with the sin because they like the sin. I am here to prove to you, okay? And then you cannot be delivered. 